Hey, Love Tribe, get excited for another great episode with Chase and our special guest. But before we start, I wanted to remind you about our amazing and free 14-day happy couple challenge. I don't know about you, but with the upcoming holidays, I'm feeling this hectic energy and I'm craving some grounding, fun, and meaningful connection with my partner. So whether you've been with your partner for many years and you're needing to mix things up or you're a newly coupled and you're looking to dive in to learn more about each other, the 14-Day Happy Couple Challenge is perfect for anyone wanting to deepen their relationship and have fun while doing it. So head on over to our website to sign up. You can start connecting deeper physically and emotionally today over at idopodcast.com slash 14 with our simple, easy, and doable daily challenges arriving straight into your inbox daily. This free 14-Day Challenge will help you break the old habits and build new engaging habits that will push you to create a deeper intimacy with your partner. Sign up today for free for the 14-Day Happy Couple Challenge to start strengthening and improving your relationship today. Head on over to idopodcast.com slash 14. That's idopodcast.com slash 14 to sign up for our free challenge today. What's going on, Love Tribe? Welcome to ID Podcast, where we interview the world's leading relationship, marriage, dating, and self-help experts. If you're in a relationship, married, single, struggling, we're here to help you with the tools to succeed. You're in the right place. On today's show, we have Derek Laviolette, and Derek is a retired Navy SEAL and has a super interesting story. He served 24 years in the SEALs, nine combat deployments, but kind of his most proud work now is that in helping people in their relationships, in their marriages. And he has a really interesting story because he comes from a place of kind of of pain where he had a failed marriage and he lost his wife and kids and sunk to this incredible low. And here you have a guy who is a Navy SEAL. And when I think of a Navy SEAL, I think of, you know, strongest, most rugged, tough men. And and, and they are, but emotionally, you know, we're all susceptible to these things. And his relationship went down the drain and it, it just was the hardest thing he ever dealt with in his life. And, and then he's made it his, his life's work now to, to make sure no one else experiences the pain and goes through what he went through. And, and he's the first to admit it came from his own mistakes and just things that he did not realize he was doing. And he was so wrapped up in, in himself. And, and he talks about it a little bit in the interview and, and some of the tools to help you understand, to take a step back and get out of that downward spiral and kind of save your marriage, save your relationship. And Derek has a book out, A Seal to Save Your Marriage, where he just draws on 
this personal experience of this terribly hard time in his life, losing his marriage and from the perspective of a Navy SEAL. And so it's kind of written as a mission plan. So definitely interesting. You can read the first chapter for free at a seal to save your marriage.com. So check that out. And at the end of today's episode, we'll be playing the song higher from our friends band, the hip abduction. Uh, the album is gold under the glow and it is an awesome song. So stay tuned for that. And as always, if you would like to support the podcast, you can do so on Amazon.com. The links are on the show notes page as well as the podcast description on iTunes. AudibleTrial.com forward slash I do podcast. Get a free audiobook and a 30-day trial. And lastly, Patreon.com forward slash I do podcast. We really appreciate the support, guys, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, Derek, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate you having me. Appreciate it, Chase. So we've given our listeners just a little overview. Why don't you take a minute, tell us about yourself and why you enjoy helping people improve their relationships. Uh, so uh, I'm Senior Chief Derek Laviolette, U.S. Navy SEAL, retired. I spent 24 years in the SEAL teams. I uh, have like nine combat tours, a bronze star, but the work that I'm most proud of is actually helping people through what rough spots in their marriages. Yeah, wow. That's impressive uh, resume there. And it's really cool to see that you found this kind of new area that you're able to to help people and kind of want to dive right in and talk about your work with saving troubled marriages and your personal experiences and how that has influenced you and given you the tools uh, to help people succeed. So what is kind of the one uh, major thing that, that you found you've been able to sort of shine a light on and help people in saving their marriages? Well, I think probably like uh, you and Sarah Chase, uh, you guys just talk about relationships, probably your relationship when you're on a podcast with other people. They just want to hear your story. And so the thing that actually ends up saving marriages the most is I can come from a place of of no judgment in any way because I lost absolutely everything. And uh, I can talk to people not from a um, – a place of condemnation, I can just say, hey, here's what happened, and it didn't have to go that way. Here's the things that that I learned, and um, and I can just put it in a, in a way that just makes sense. Let's, let's people uh, see their partner's hearts. Is there one kind of area that, that you feel like you could have done better that personally that is most valuable to, to people that are trying to save their marriage or relationship? Well, uh, basically, couples typically fight about 15 different things. And um, you, you said that there's one area, and it's really to – you have to know yourself. And uh, the system that we use that allowed me to actually see my ex-wife for the first time it uh, you know 
obviously you'd know the things that people fight about money sex marriage or uh, religion noise in the house um it's basically um if i put it on a sheet of paper i said hey here are the 15 things that couples fight about chase and uh i put at the top of the paper you know sue and joe only it was me and my ex-wife and i said how long would these people be married you would say these people are freaking married (laughs) um the disparity was so dynamic that uh, uh, once I was able to see, you know, what her programming was and how she felt love and experienced love, it's sort of like the the one thing is, uh, you know, the verse in the Bible that says, do unto others as you would like ha- to have done unto you. Well, it sounds really great, except it's wrong. The uh, the thing that, the, that your spouse wants is she wants – you to do unto her as she would like as she would do unto herself so it's really knowing her yeah and and i i read that you in in the first chapter of your book you said treat your mate not as you want to be treated but as she wants to be treated and and just another way of saying uh do unto others uh like you said and i thought that was such a simple but important insight because you know it's kind of easy to get wrapped up in our in our own heads and and we all think maybe personally whatever it is that we're feeling is is the most important thing but then especially in a relationship in order for it to work you need to be taking into account your partner's feelings and and it's just it's such a simple thing and it seems like that was uh such a powerful sort of thing that you realize because you were in and so many of us are kind of blinded we're we're wrapped up in in ourselves and not thinking about like hey maybe this isn't this is what i want but not necessarily what my partner wants well it was it was even worse than that for me chase i was like projecting right because i was taking that verse to heart and saying do unto others as i would like to have done unto me and so i had my worldview and that was it. That was the only thing that was valid and the only thing that mattered. And I was just like, just destroying the people that uh, depended on me to protect them and care for them and help them feel safe, emotionally safe. And when you can't have like your own thoughts and opinions because the uh, your husband or your dad is is uh, wrapped around his own axle, you really can't go anywhere. It's just a miserable. It's a miserable ex- existence. What was kind of your eye-opening moment that you realized that you needed to treat her how she wanted to be treated and not what you wanted? Wow, Sarah. So uh, basically it was a two-part process. One was uh, I was just horrified at the way that I was acting and uh, decided that I was like going to jump back into uh, religion in order to like become the, the guy that uh, I thought I was supposed to be only as a seal. I sort of like jumped on like uh, the, I jumped on the religious nut job train. So I went from basically being a terrible heathen to a complete right wing nut job. And uh, one of the things that couples fight about is actually religion. And so I was raised um, Christian I wasn't uh, practicing in any way. And my uh, ex-wife, she was raised as a um, 
really an agnostic Jew. And so um, I was not able to, when I decided that I was going to become a good person in accordance with, you know, everything that the Bible says, and I tried to ram that down her throat, um, I just, there was no, there was no grace. There was no gentleness. There was no understanding of her or where she came from. So really it was just my demand that, uh, that, uh, she follow every little, you know, line item and whatever in that, in the good book. And I just, my application was freaking terrible. Yeah. And it, and it seems like it goes back to that. That's what you wanted or what you thought you wanted or what you thought would help. I was, I was, that's what I was, I thought I was supposed to do. Right. And so the, the revelation, Sarah, was actually when I went through a life discoveries course and I was actually able to see from, I was actually just able to see the world through her eyes and how she felt loved. And I could, I could count on one hand in eight years how many times I actually did something that would have demonstrated to her that I really loved her. It was horrifying. Wow, I can imagine that moment where you're just kind of like thinking, you know, or looking back at everything you'd done and kind of been like, wow. I bet that was like a really strong moment of like acceptance. Uh, when you're just like staring in the face of a monster, you're just like, okay, where do we go from here? <laughs> In that course, what what was I'm sure you learned a lot, and there's a lot of different things. But what is like one of the main things that helped you look at yourself more introspectively to get that view of uh, how you were acting the wrong way? Well, the uh, the most direct, honest way to say this is our spouses are are our mirrors. And so the things that upset us the most in our spouse, I'll give you an example. One of the first things I was really angry with about my about Sam was she was like, um, in my opinion, she was, um, oh, God, what, I'm, I'm losing the term right now. But basically, she was, it's not lazy. Uh, she didn't care about our relationship. It was basically she didn't uh, – engage and was like on her own program. And so I'm sitting here looking at, look at all the things I'm doing. I'm reading all these relationship books. I'm like going to counseling and, uh, reading, you know, the Bible and, and doing all of these things. And I was astonished to see the mirror was that I had zero programming that was actually really functional from my parents to have a healthy, loving relationship where the woman that I was with felt safe and secure to be who she needed to be on this planet. It's the mirror. It's just that mirror, that brutal, brutal mirror, and just not blaming anybody who shows up in your universe for what's going wrong and just looking inside yourself to find out where the uh, issue really is. I wrote this down. Uh, it's from the first chapter of your book, and I just want to read it because it, it really speaks to just that, and I thought it was really powerful. Uh, you say, if you learn, basically, if you learn only one thing, it should be the ability to take 100% responsibility for your life and to have complete acceptance of and appreciation for every aspect of your experience. Then you will go a long way toward making your life more tolerable and even incredibly enjoyable for you and those you love. And yeah, I just thought that that just nails it on the head. 
That guy sounds smart. <laughs> <laughs> and now, how much of this kind of revelation that you went through and, and now the work you're doing, um, how much are you pulling from what you learned during your time as a SEAL? Uh, well, there's always a correlation with, uh, uh, I think that you could see uh, the first chapter is, is written very much as an operational guide for a, a guy, right? Because when the girl is ready to, when the girl is ready to leave, the hope is, is that a guy will see this and go, okay, hold on a second. He's not actually going to crucify me for not getting it right in the relationship. He knows what I want from her. I want her to be flirtatious and loving and and beautiful and everything that I married her for. And so uh, my hope is is that when guys see this, right, and they see how happy their his wife is, like her, how hopeful she is that he might see something that she really needs him to see and wants him to see, that he's going to be like, okay, you know what, let me read this 140-page book and get some insight to to the woman that I married, even though I don't like the way she's acting right now. Um, I think he'll see like, wow, I actually am creating this, this situation myself and I can undo it really quickly. Really just helps to get that perspective, to take a step back and, and, and understand that maybe the problem is coming from within and not to point fingers. It just takes the burden of the world off of her. My experience is, is that women are uh, just relationship oriented. And so, you know, when they're rolling their eyes because they're having a conversation about something and the guy is like completely on another planet with what she's actually talking about regarding her, her needs, and I classify them in emotional and financial security, even though uh, for sure Sarah's needs are much different than than uh, than Sam's were um, getting those right for your girl uh, will see um, will yield rewards that that are worth it it's kind of comes down to knowing what your own personal needs are and understanding what your partners are and, and trying to ask the right questions and not assuming you know that they they want to receive love uh in a physical sense when really they may receive love by gifts or words of affirmation and, and really, or maybe you just don't even care and, and you're not trying to understand at all. But even if you are trying to understand, not assuming and really kind of having that dialogue with your partner and be like, you know, what, what is it that you need? How can I give it to you? So uh, it's funny you said that. Uh, so it could be literally anything like you actually might, need to she she might be so uh shell-shocked from her childhood that she just needs stuff around and we talked to this one guy and literally we had to get him to imagine her sitting in the living room just covered in boxes and garbage bags and whatever else because she just like needed she what she didn't feel safe because he was constantly at her about not having a clean house but she needed stuff around her in order to feel safe and so she finally like allowed her to have stuff around her and let go of him feeling a fa- as a failure as a man um, because the house was a little bit filthy. And uh, suddenly, you know, when he did that and she was allowed to surround herself in the junk, she started like 
throwing the junk away because she didn't need it anymore because he was allowing her to feel safe. That's so interesting. That's an interesting example because, yeah, it's like some that guy probably was like, what the hell, you know, this is a, a messy house and, and he's getting angry and whatever. And there's like a much deeper cause or reason for for her to have that stuff around. It was making her feel secure. So it can come in, in a form of, of having a messy house. And it's interesting how when he did accept that, then she felt secure and she was able to throw the stuff away. Yeah. Another, uh, another story is from a, uh, a couple who go to, they're on a sabbatical. They're actually a, a pastor and his wife. They're on a sabbatical in Hawaii for like a year. And they make this pact with each other to be able to tell each other anything. And so six months into it, they're riding this little moped around and, and the, uh, the wife finally says, okay, I'm ready to talk about the hot butt, the hot button issue, you know, and over the course of that six months, he had demonstrated that he was able to listen without like crawling down her throat or anything. And so the hot button issue was that she absolutely had to buy frigid air appliances, like had to. And this was back in a day and age, you know, 60s, 70s, where you couldn't just like order it online or go get it right down the street. You had to like spend some gas and there were much better appliances out there at the time. And so, you know, these, this couple gets married and it literally was like, you know, over 20, 25 years of just like this guy would turn into an inferno and call her crazy. And just like, this is your, your stuff. I'm finding a much cheaper deal, a much more, a much better appliance. And what is your freaking deal? And so, she hated him for the entire marriage. He hated her because he didn't understand. And so she finally tells him, so I'm six years old. My dad, I come home from school and my dad is sitting on the living room floor. And I go up and I open the door and I go and tickle his feet. And he scoops me up and he's holding me nice and tight. And uh, he says, sweetheart, if uh, Frigidaire wasn't giving you know, daddy a stipend to a go to school, you and your mom wouldn't be able to be here living with me. I'm just so happy. So she's six years old at that point in time. It's a one moment in time. She forgets about it, but her subconscious does not. So she ends up getting married and uh, it comes time to buy appliances. And she says, let's go get appliances. She's honoring that memory of her dad and, and frigid air and you know, the company for giving her that, that memory. And so she's literally like a, she didn't even know. She's just like, I don't, I don't know why I need Frigidaire. I just have to get it. She can't even explain it. And after she was able to just like get the freedom to be able to talk about it and her subconscious brought it up, now the dude would drive to the freaking moon to get her Frigidaire appliance. Yeah. Wow, I love those stories. And yeah, it's like you really got to take a step back and understand that there's underlying causes for for a lot of the, the ways that individuals act and i think it's important that kind of the the way that you can deal with that is make your partner feel comfortable in communicating to you and and you guys they might not even know it for themselves and they might have to talk it through but if they don't feel comfortable talking to you about these things because like like the first example the the husband may always be yelling at the wife about keeping it clean then you're never going to get to the underlying cause and, and, and you're just going to have problems. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's probably going to uh, ignite emotions in yourself 
that uh, you don't want to feel. And so getting past that, you know, it's one thing to just sit there and you and I can sit here and say, wow, it'd be so easy to, to do that, you know, but chances are really high that it's going to trigger something really deep in us and make us feel worthless. Like with this guy in, you know, I, I said that short, that story in about two minutes, but we were on the phone with him for probably two hours convincing him that, uh, that, uh, she really needed him to allow her to have stuff around her because <laughs> he just felt like such a worthless, um, uh, I guess loss of, I guess a failure as a, as a, as a man with a filthy house. Yeah. And it's, it's so interesting that, you know, that they could just almost talk about them. If I'm trying to think how to say it, if, if I, cause I know you mentioned that, that she said that it was in her subconscious that kind of brought that out. But maybe if he had mentioned it or they tried to have this conversation sooner maybe this issue couldn't or wouldn't have been such a big burden on their 20 years of relationship and maybe it would have come out sooner. And, and so it is so important to communicate and kind of talk about these things as much as you can. And and maybe it will bring up bigger issues and it may be hard, but you know, it's, it's not easy, but it can hopefully resolve those big issues and they can move on from it. I I agree with you, Sarah. If it would have been uh, turn the heat off uh, much earlier than it would have allowed that uh, that beautiful memory to come out sooner. All right, Derek. Well, I, I got to, you know, I read the first chapter of your book and, and it was super interesting. And, and I was just wondering if, if there's any, if there's any particular area from, from your seal training, you know, or from, from being a seal that you've been able to apply to a relationship that, that has, or helping other people in their relationships that's been super effective. So I'm glad you asked that again. I, I was attempting to get back to that, but basically the, the book is written as a mission planning like operation and uh, it's written for a guy and uh, the target slash, you know, the goal is uh, regaining your, uh, the beautiful woman that you, that you married and so it's developing an intelligence package. It's, uh, it's looking at all of the things that delight her, all of the things that, that she never ever wants to see in her existence again, because it just uh, upsets her terribly. Um, it's the entire book is written as a mission package. And so, um, yeah, if I could, uh, you know, articulate any story or it's kind of a compilation of, of how we conduct every mission. You just do like a ton of intelligence. You send out, you know, little reckies, you attempt some things, you like, you know, <laughs> do some things that probably fail, figure out, you know, what her love languages are, what some of these like old historical, uh, issues that, uh, she's navigating her child, her childhood with. And then, uh, arriving at a plan at a, uh, at a way to, um, know yourself in a soft and loving and compassionate, gracious way and, uh, forgive yourself for a lot of wrongs that were certainly done and then step off on, um, on a mission to, to show her that, that, that she's valuable enough to, to do the same for her. 
Yeah, so so really just like the discipline that if you were going into a mission uh, on a deployment, like you wouldn't go in without intelligence in a in a solid plan, right? Knowing all these things. So you bring that same kind of uh, intensity or protocol to to working on a relationship, then someone's going to find some uh, success there. Yeah, and it's sort of like, okay, there's all kinds of resources out there, and uh, this is this just brings everything to bear. You know, if you're about ready to lose your uh, your wife and kids, and uh, you uh, you know you don't you don't want that reality <laughs> for yourself, and you just don't. I, I promise you, you just don't want that reality for yourself. Um, it just uh, it's it's so painful. Well, I shouldn't say you don't. Like some people need it in order to wake up. I happen to be one of those people who needed it, and so now my story of loss. Um, I'm I'm astonished at the irony of how it uh, it just helps put marriages back together because people can just see like, okay, here's what here's the consequences for me being completely clueless <laughs> in my relationship, and I'm not judging you. Uh, you're worth it and so is she we'll be sure to have all the information um, on your book and I'm sure there are a lot of people that are going to find a lot of value there now we are going to move on and dive into the lasting love round All right. what is one tool or practice our listeners can use on a daily basis to help improve their relationship Uh, never ever criticize each other Love that. Super simple, but really important. Is there a book or resource you could recommend for listeners who want to improve their relationships? Uh, one book that I really appreciated is uh, His Needs, Her Needs. Awesome. Well, we'll be sure to add that to your show notes page on idopodcast.com. We've been married for almost two years now. Is there any advice you'd give newlyweds? Oh wow, newly newlyweds! <laughs> oh, I would uh, I would highly recommend a uh, if you have the the strength to endure what you're going to see, but to um, go through a life discoveries online course and find out who you're marrying and what the uh, the programs are. It will save you so much pain and agony. And that would be also good for couples who are engaged, right? To go ahead and do that just to find out, like you said, who you're marrying. This is good for this is good for couples, period. Like if you want to know who you're who you're married to or who you're about to marry, or yes, it is absolutely uh, it's expensive, but it is phenomenal. And it will save you, uh, like I said, just tons of pain and, and really more importantly, it'll just add uh add to your life. It'll just make your life a fulfilling, genuinely fulfilling uh, marriage. And what, what's the place that we can find that course? Uh, you can go to, uh, oh my gosh, it's, you can, it takes one to heal this marriage.com. Just kind of website is really designed for marriages that are like in despair. It'd be awesome to get way in front of it. So, um, <laughs> I will have to. I'll have to send you the link to that to that uh, no, no to that problem. page. Yeah, we'll put that. We'll get. I that think link. it's only t- it only takes one dot com. 
Got it. It only takes one.com and we'll, we'll have that in the show notes. What advice would you give our single listeners looking for a happy relationship? Well, I think that uh, your desire to have a relationship, if you're listening to this and uh, knowing yourself and going out and just enjoying doing the things that you want to do uh, based on you know the law of attraction, uh, chances are really high that you're going to draw that into your life. If you're doing the things that you love and you wake up doing that every day and somebody shows up in your universe that uh, has those same attributes, uh, you, you're probably gonna, there's probably going to be some growing with, uh, with her or him, but um, you're, you're, on a, you're on a better start than what I started on. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Derek, for coming on the show and giving us great advice as well as our listeners. So let's wrap up by having you tell our listeners where they can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay, so uh, I'm at uh, a seal to heal your marriage dot com. I also have a Facebook page with uh, that's called a seal to heal your marriage, and um, yeah, I look forward to to coaching some, and and I look forward to talking to you guys on online on TV something. Awesome. Well, our listeners can find all of the information and links of today's episode on idopodcast.com. Go to the podcast tab and you'll be in the archives. And thanks again so much for joining us on the show. I appreciate it, Chase. Sarah, thanks for your time. Hi, Sarah here. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so through Patreon, Amazon, or audible.com. All the links are on the bottom of our show notes page on idopodcast.com and in the description for this episode. Also, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe on iTunes. We appreciate it so much. Thanks.
You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.